You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley with you after yet another Braves win as this road trip continues to pile up the W's for the Atlanta Braves. Now 5-1 and one as they sweep away the Colorado Rockies, not only in this three-game set, but also the season series. Atlanta unbeaten head-to-head against Colorado and getting it done behind the rookie Darius Vines in his Major League debut on Wednesday. Six strong innings for him to pick up the win, and Atlanta with a 7-3 victory over the Rockies to close this series out. And they're looking ahead to the four-game set with the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's the third and final stop on this road trip, and we will, of course, Get to all of that a little bit later, but we got a lot to dive into on this edition of the Braves postcast. As always, appreciate you riding along with us after each and every Braves game. We can get one of these things done. We try to bring them to you, and we do it right here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. So make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Click the bell. You get notified every time we drop a new video. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to tell a friend, leave us those likes, those comments. We appreciate all of that. It all helps the show grow, and we couldn't do it without you. The Braves, meanwhile, couldn't have won this baseball game without Darius Vines. He was the story of the night in a 7-3 victory. It was game number 132 for Atlanta, so just 30 games remaining. The month of September about to be upon us as well. Braves improved to 87-45, and 45, seven runs on 12 hits, an error, and five men left on base. Some home run history in this game for the Braves that I'll get to in a moment. Rockies 49-84, and 84, three runs, five hits, one error, and eight men left on base for Colorado. Darius Vines was the winner. He's 1-0. He's made a one start in the big leagues, and it was a good one as he tossed six innings of two-run ball to pick up the victory. Kyle Freeland, meanwhile, 5-14 on the year. He's had a rough one for Colorado and suffered another loss in this game. No save in a game that lasted two hours, 35 minutes. 27425 paid to see it in Colorado at Coors Field. Let's start with Darius Vines, then we'll get to that home run history. The rookie right-hander, the latest in a long line of pitchers trying to help the Braves kind of solve the back end of the rotation. We've seen this all year long, and it kind of started back in spring training when Atlanta felt like maybe they had too many guys for one spot. And a few guys that we maybe we didn't expect got optioned down to AAA. A couple of guys came up to try to fill in the rotation spot, opened up by Kyle Wright's injury at the start of the year. And then Max Fried goes down immediately, and that kind of started the domino effect of the Braves using starter after starter after starter to try to field five starting pitchers in a given turn through the rotation. Darius Vines, the 16th different starter Atlanta has used in 2023. That ties a franchise record set in 2016 under very different circumstances. Braves were 67-95 and that year in the midst of a rebuild. This most certainly is not a rebuild. The Braves passed 67 wins quite a while ago, and they're closing in on 90 right now, and Darius Vines picked up one of them. Six innings, four hits, two earned runs, a walk, five strikeouts. He did hit a batter as well. 82 pitches, 54 strikes for the righty, who I thought did a really nice job of mixing up his pitches. We'd heard a lot about his changeup. Didn't throw quite as many of those in this start, but he was cutting the fastball, using the four-seamer and the slider. Kept the Rockies off balance. Not a lot of hard contact against him, and he was able to you know, give the Braves the innings that they needed to cover, and I think that was really all you could ask. I mean, and I think is we've gone through a lot of these different scenarios, whether it's you know Darius Vines on this night or whether it was, you know, A.J. Smith Shaver coming up a little bit earlier this season, even Michael Sorokin, certainly Jared Schuster, Dylan Dodd, some of the other pitchers we've seen. If you could just get five innings of three run ball with this offense, you feel like you got a chance to win a baseball game. 
Darius Fines did a little bit better than that. I'll be interested to see where exactly his next start will occur, as he might have been the latest man to step up and possibly earn a little bit more at the big league level, as the Braves will need him at some point, I think, again, uh, in the not-too-distant future. But he also, by making the start, picking up this win, realizing his big league dream of you know making it to the major leagues, picking up his first win, his first strikeouts, all of those things, a lot of bucket list items, I would say, for a young player just trying to make it to the big leagues. Obviously, you want to stay there. But the other thing that this start does for the Braves that's very helpful is it allowed them to reset their rotation. By throwing vines on Wednesday against Colorado, you're able to use Spencer Strider, Max Reed, Bryce Elder, and Charlie Morton in a little series at Dodger Stadium against the hard-charging Los Angeles Dodgers who are charging at the Braves for the best record in all of baseball and continue to just light up everybody in the month of August. They came into Wednesday's action 23-4 and on the month. We've heard all about Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and what those guys are doing. The Dodgers pitching staff has finally come together, it seems, for the first time all year long, and they look to be clicking on all cylinders. And fortunately, the Braves appear to be clicking on all cylinders as well after this three-game sweep of the Rockies. Darius Vine's a big part of that. On the offense, though, Atlanta with some home run history. We've been counting down the days and really expecting it to come at some point on this road trip. And in fact, it came on Wednesday Atlanta hitting three home runs in this game. The first by Kevin Pillar got him to 248. The second of the night was the 31st of the year for Marcelo Zuna. That tied the single-season franchise record for the Atlanta Braves with 249 home runs. That occurred in the sixth inning. If I didn't mention that, now I have. And if I have, well, I've mentioned it twice. And then in that same sixth inning, a career-high 16th home run for Orlando Arcia. Also set a new Braves record. 250 home runs and counting 30 games left to go. Braves set that record in 2019. They homered in just over tw- every 22 at-bats as a club. That was the high-water mark for the team, surpassing the 2003 Braves, who had hit 235 home runs, and that has widely been viewed as maybe the best Braves offense we've ever seen until we got to 2023. Now Atlanta has 30 games to add on to it. I went ahead, and as you know I like to do, kept up with the pace for home runs for the Braves this year, the pace that they're on as a team. They're on pace for 307. That's a mighty good coincidence. Because the Minnesota Twins of 2019 also set the major league record for most home runs by a club in a single season with 307. So the Braves most certainly have a chance, a shot at that record over the next 30 games if they're able to keep up their pace or maybe even push the pace up just a little bit. They could take home a major league baseball record in addition to making some franchise history. But for Kevin Pillar, home run number seven. As I mentioned, for Marcelo Zuna, who joined the 30-30 club already in this series, just the second time in his career, oddly enough, that he's hit 30 home runs in a season. The other was the 2017 campaign in which he had his best year in the big leagues, pretty much bar none, uh, with all respect to his 2020 campaign, the 60-game uh, season for the Braves in his first year in Atlanta. That 2017 team, or 2017 season for Marcelo Zuna, far and away his best, career-high 37 home runs. Now he's only six away from that, and he has a month to potentially break that in this season as well. Uh, Marcel, one for four, knocked in a couple of runs in this game. The record-breaking home run belonged to Orlando Arcia, who knocked in a couple of runs. And then uh, Ozzy Albies with a three-hit night in this game was another good thing to see. The 0 for 6 in the opening contest, uh, Ozzy, I think, hit the ball a little bit better than that. Had a couple of hits at least taken away from him, quite possibly. Then he has a multi-hit game in game two. Three hits here in game three, so it looks like Ozzy is no worse for the wear and uh, really kind of picking up where he left off after landing on the injured list for just over 10 days with that left hamstring strain. And it's good to have Ozzy Albies back in the fray in general and great to have him back in time for the series in Los Angeles. 
Kevin Pillar's game was a good one all the way around. He got the scoring started with his solo home run. It came in the second inning. Uh, that gave Darius Vines his first lead of his major league career. Uh, Two-hit day for Pilar, knocked in a run, scored two runs, stole his fourth base of the year, and just another opportunity to go out there and make the most of a start. I know a lot of people have kind of wondered, if you've got Eddie Rosario playing so well, and he is, you know why do you mess with taking Eddie out of the lineup? But I think when you've got somebody like Kevin Pilar, you want to give him the opportunity to play because I think he's more than capable of being a starting left fielder. You know, even at this point in his career, clearly there's a lot of tread left on that tire. He's a very good defensive outfielder. And I think you want to give him enough at bat so that if you do decide you want to use him in certain matchups as you go to into September and of course into October, you want to make sure this guy's got enough at bats to really kind of be at the top of his game as well. And I think that for Eddie, it hasn't really slowed him down too much. Every time he seems to come back in, it's another base hit, another run knocked in, maybe another home run. He's been one of the Braves' best hitters, but they've got a pretty good thing going in left field with a bit of a timeshare between Pilar and, of course, Rosario getting the bulk of that. And, uh, of course, as I mentioned with Marcelo Zuna, this guy just keeps on keeping on. 31 home runs now on the year. That's tied with Austin Riley for second most on the Braves' club. Marcel Ozuna, uh, I think at the end of April, if you were going to tell me at a 30-home run season, I would have really had to see the math and see exactly how that all worked out because it was so close to really just not being on this team, I think, in a matter of days at the end of April or early May. But that's a story we've talked about a lot, and it's a story that continues to you know, bear more fruit for Ozuna with 31 home runs now on the season and another one in support of Darius Vines for the Braves to pick up this 7-3 victory over the Colorado Rockies. The Braves, with their home run record, will continue to try to add to that, and they'll also be adding to their National League East lead it's now up to 13 and a half games as the Phillies took a loss on Wednesday. That means the Braves' magic number to clinch the division is all the way down to 17 at this point. So uh, we're going to continue to monitor that. And here within the next, I don't know, 10 to 12 days, the Braves might be looking at clinching the division if all goes according to plan. Though the Phillies have been playing some pretty good baseball as well. Braves would have to go on quite a heater to continue to keep that going. They'd love to start that out in Los Angeles or at least keep it going on this road trip. Certainly want to try to win another series. The Phillies have been playing pretty well. That might put the Braves sometime around the middle of September. We're looking to clinch the National League East, punch their ticket to the postseason, and, of course, continue the battle for best record in all of baseball and the National League, most certainly uh, against the Los Angeles Dodgers. That could be a big piece of that puzzle for the Braves, and that's a big series that we're going to talk about momentarily. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you this episode of the Braves Postcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Sales. If you're struggling to close deals and cold calls are not doing the trick, your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. You need those deeper insights to empower your sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers because that leads to better outcomes. More pipeline, higher win rates, larger deals, all of those good things, that's called deep sales. LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. And right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial. Go to linkedin.com slash locked on. That's linkedin.com slash locked on, and you'll get that 60-day free trial. You can let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Head on over to linkedin.com slash locked on and get started today. Braves and Dodgers will get started on Thursday. This is a big series. A lot of people have been counting down to this. Kind of wondered what this 10-game trip was going to look like going out west. Well, the Braves won five of the first six games. That has assured them no worse than a 500 road trip. But quite obviously, they don't want to go home with a 500 road trip. They want to go home having at least split, if not won the series with the L.A. Dodgers. 
so that they're able to keep them, again, at an arm's distance when it comes to best record in all of baseball. The Braves came in with a four-game lead in that category, and they'd like to keep it that way and not let the Dodgers take any steps towards Atlanta in this head-to-head battle that gets started on Thursday night at Dodger Stadium. Game one of a four-game series. You'll see right-hander Spencer Strider, 15-4 and with a 346 ERA on the year against Lance Lynn, the pickup at the trade deadline. Uh, not having a good year for the Chicago White Sox. Not the case, though, since he's gone to Los Angeles. He's 10-9 and with a 556 ERA, but that, again, does not show you exactly how good he has been with the L.A. Dodgers, where he's made five starts. He's won four of them, and he has an ERA of 2.03. Home run ball has been a problem for him the last couple of years. That has been the case in L.A. as well. If the Braves are able to work uh, and get a few guys on base and make sure those home runs are multi-run shots, they have a very good chance, as many lineups have this year, of knocking around Lance Lynn and taking the opener of this series. Meanwhile, we've talked a lot about what the Braves rotation is doing so well right now and how many guys are contributing to that. Spencer Strider, throwing some of his best baseball, did it again against the Giants last time out. In fact, the last two times out, has pitched extremely well here in the last, what, four outings at this point. He is continuing to make his case for the National League Cy Young. I don't think that that has been decided yet. And in the final month, this month of September, if Spencer Strider is right in the middle of another run for the Braves for this NL East crown and possibly the best record in baseball, and he continues doing what he's been doing lately, you can't rule out 20 wins. He's got a chance at the single-season strikeout record for the franchise of 276, the most since 1900 anyway, the modern-era record, which belongs to John Smoltz. And if you are breaking John Smoltz's record, winning 20 games and doing some of the things that could come along Spencer Strider's way, over the final month of this season, you're definitely going to be in the Cy Young discussion, and I think he's already there. So right-hander Spencer Strider against the veteran righty Lance Lynn of the Dodgers. First pitch is set for 10-10 p.m. Eastern time at Dodger Stadium on Thursday night. First of four between these two National League East foes, and I don't know if you need me to tell you the history between these two clubs. Not only do they battle it out in the regular season with what is typically some of the hotly contested series of the regular season, but, of course, the October history is a big part between these two teams who have met in the postseason three of the last five years. Dodgers getting the best of the Braves in 2018 and 2020. Braves return to favor in 2021, and they'd like to do that again to the Dodgers here in 2023 should these two teams clash in October. But that's getting ahead of ourselves. It'll all start with this four-game series to close out the month of August and open up the month of September. Crazy that we're coming right down the stretch with only 30 games left to play. That'll wrap us up here on this edition of the Braves Postcast. As always, appreciate you tuning in each and every night to everything Jake and I are bringing along to you. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Sports Atlanta. Hit the bell to get notified every time we drop a new episode here on YouTube. Make sure you leave us a like, leave us a comment, and subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Once again, the Braves with a 7-3 victory to sweep away the Colorado Rockies in the three-game set and the season series. Next stop is Los Angeles, Braves and Dodgers with a big four-game series, and we'll have you covered right here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Once again, the Braves winners on Wednesday night. We'll talk to you after Thursday's Dodgers game. I'm Grant McCauley, and until then, so long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 